Season 2, Episode 1, Honesty. Get your hands off. Easy does it. We're not your enemy. Well, that remains to be seen. Look, Gander, if we really were the bad guys, we would have tried something by now. Think about it. We've been here for months. Let's just all calm down. Well, it looks to me like you were definitely working for the authorities. Why did CIS pick you up as soon as you were discovered? That seems pretty strange to me. Well, appearances can be deceptive. Just because they grab us doesn't mean we work for them. After all, if, as you say, we are in the intelligence game, there are many easier ways to arrive in New London. We could have just arrived on a normal shuttle. Why would we have arrived in deep cryo, drifting through space on a slow boat to nowhere? That makes no sense at all. From what we have heard, we could have drifted in space virtually forever. In what weird universe does that sound like an effective way to insert sleeper agents? Well, yes, I will concede on that point. I just want you to know I did the pickup purely as a financial transaction for the salvage. It was not a mission of mercy. Sure, you didn't know we were in there. It's to be expected. No hard feelings either way. Yes, exactly. Now simmer down, Doily. You do make some good points, Cheryl. There's a lot about this that does not add up at all, but that's not Angel and May's fault, is it? However, in the meantime, I have the biggest event of the year going on next door, and I have to get back to that. Slim, can you please conduct a search of these two in case they have communication devices? But I think we're safe to lock them in their apartment for tonight. Tomorrow's Christmas Day. We will hear the full story. It will be my Christmas present. No lies, no ifs and buts. Do I have to remind you that an airlock is a short walk away? Well, that's torn it. They're really nervous now. Uh, Flapping around like girl guides on a windy day. Clearly, we have some explaining to do. That's all very well, but how can we explain what we don't understand? We have no real idea what happened either. I think our best and only strategy is to fess up, tell the whole story, and hope for the best. Shit! We were just starting to get their trust. Now it's all gone sideways. Well, one thing's for certain. You can't argue with the truth. Our facts will add up. My worry is that they'll go stomping around with their big techno feet over sensitive databases and trigger a lot of alarm bells. Ugh, darn it. I wanted to see the show. Now we won't get the chance. Well, we might as well hit the sack and get a good night's sleep. 
We're gonna have a big day tomorrow. I'm so exhausted. My back's killing me from those eagle wings. Well, enjoy the lie-in. They're not gonna be up early. I just hope that their hangovers don't make them seriously unpleasant. I think we're safe. From what I have seen, it's unlikely they would harm us. That would not be professional, and we know that they take pride in their regimental professionalism. Yeah, okay. Good night, Shaz. See you in the morning and try not to worry. Look, we know that they are basically the good guys. We just fess up. What are they going to do? And to be honest, it's a huge weight off my shoulders. I'm sick of all this secrecy. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Good night, Alex. Oh, and Alex? What? I'm glad you're here. Look, please don't arc up. Understand, we don't know all the facts either. Remember, we were unconscious in that ship for a long time. We told you all we know. There's no more. So let me get this right. You both ran a small detective agency in L.A. Earthside. You uncovered something which caused you to be in a firefight with the Russian mob. You managed to neutralize most of them, but a surprise encounter in the basement meant that you were both shot. You passed out, then found yourself in New London Medical. It's dead. Just exactly how long were you in that ship? Well, as far as we can tell, it was for 52 years. I don't believe you. You can't be more than mid-twenties in age. If what you say is true, you would be, let me see, 109 years old. You would be drooling crones by now. Yes, well, I'm only 107, so I'm feeling quite young nowadays. And I only drool if I have too many of those ghost tales. Well, it's a hell of a long time. We have some anti-aging treatments, but they were only starting to come in in the mid-60s. And then only for the very rich. I just can't square this with something that would have had to be done in the late 20s. That's a big difference in years and a significant technology gap. Where did this supposed protagonist get the technology from? Well, you're not going to like this. But the last memories we had before going sleepy-bys was of a painful and terminal end. Oh, and at the time, we were in our mid-50s, remember? So it's not just stopping aging, it's reversing it. As well as that, we have no wounds and no signs of any scars. It's as if it never happened. So, let me get this straight. You remember being age 50, presumably on Earth, Some incident occurred, you blacked out, and the next thing you know, you're waking up in New London Central Hospital, age 20-something? Exactly. (sighs) Yeah, that's about it. When we went to sleep, asteroid colonies were only a future dream. You know we wouldn't make this stuff up. It's just too crazy. Okay. Okay. Well... (sighs) Just arguing about it isn't going to achieve anything. The only thing we can do is some background checks. We need to think forensically. That gunfight sounds serious. It must have done remodelling to the building structure. We could trace building works to see if renovations were done to your old address post the gunfight. Well, I would be mighty cautious over that. 
any obvious snooping around for data retrieval could just trigger bad stuff. Think about it very carefully. Imagine the resources that would have had to be used and what it would take to stick two sleeping bodies in cryogenic preservation. (laughs) An expensive process in itself with very expensive atomic generators for 50-odd years and then effectively throw away a whole spaceship, even if it was a junker. And to what end? It only makes sense if they intended for us to be retrieved at some stage. That takes some serious cash and long-term thinking. That can only mean we are dealing with one of the combines. Big corporate, big bucks. I don't think you will want them crashing your party up here just to grab Shaz and myself. All sorts of other crap could come flying up in the backwash. Yes. Yes, look, I see your point. And it's well made. We will have to tread very carefully. We need to enact multiple data cutouts. Treat this like a full military op. Sharrow has provided a lot of detailed incidental information to us on a data vice. Things such as company account numbers and bank records for the original Angel and May agency. A call on companies' house is unlikely to raise much of an eyeball. There are millions of queries every day. But we will use proxies even for routine inquiries. However, I will get Sergeant Chen and Private Z to run a good number of security protocols. That way it will look like inquiries are coming from Luna Selene 1. Psst. Cheryl, data vised? I didn't know you had one of those newfangled implant thingies. When did you do that? You know they give me the creeps. Yes, well, I realised that if I was to function in any way in this society and to set up the agency, I would have to have some very basic neural nanonics. Actually, they're mega expensive, so this is a very basic setup. You're going to have to get them eventually. You know that, don't you? (sighs) They creep me out. I thought you would have told me. Yes, well, as you say, I know how you feel. I didn't want to make you grumpy. So how do you data vice? It's data vise. It's that little green icon on the right-hand side. Think of the file name, then move the cursor to the icon, and think of the person's face, and then sub-vocalize send, and it sends straight to them. It's weird at first, but like everything, you get used to it. Okay, we've come to a decision for the time being. Girls... It's a fantastical tale, but strangely, that makes it all the more believable. No spies would have such a cockamamie backstory. I agree. Also, your behaviour is consistent with the story. It's clear on hindsight that you have both displayed knowledge and maturity way beyond your years. It's unlikely that two twenty-somethings could actually start a detective agency. That's a concept so quaintly nostalgic. Then there is the matter of the guts you both displayed at the mirror house. The problem we face is the nature of the agency or agencies behind this. I agree that what happened takes some serious biotech, possibly military, the sort of level that the typical protagonist of your old caseload would not have been able to muster. Hmm. 
I think your preservation was coincidental. Excuse me, ma'am. Yes, Major. If I may pursue a course of logic that's been bothering me, ma'am, we know the criminal gang that attacked and uh, <clears throat> terminated the early Ms Angel and Ms May would not have had anything like the resources to achieve the life extension and cryogenic preservation. Go on, Major. Well, ma'am, I agree that it was just bad luck or good luck that they arrived at the right place at the right time, namely the mortuary in question. Perhaps we could investigate the mortician on duty at the time in the historic records. Now, if we find he was, say, corrupted, perhaps had spending patterns incompatible with, say, a mortician, it might give clues as to who was doing the messing around. Perhaps they subjected other victims to the same procedures. Perhaps he was later caught in another case. It might give a line of slightly indirect inquiry, one which perhaps would not trigger alarm. Broody, if I could also throw something else into the ring. Another angle I want to pursue is to find out what happened to my partner, Marie, and our secretary, Chris. I know it's a hell of a long time ago, but there were two lines of indirect inquiry there. We did start to do a very tentative search for death notices and the like in the first few weeks, but we got sidetracked by our caseload. I'd really like to know what happened to both of them. Yes, I could well understand that. Mm. I think our best approach is to get Sergeant Chen and Private Z on the case with our server farm. The AIs can do a lot of the donkey work and speed up cross-correlation of the data. Remember, we are trying to access servers on Earth. It's a long way away and we have light speed delays to deal with. <clears throat> uh, begging your pardon, Mom. I think you're forgetting the most obvious line of inquiry. Oh, and what's that, Slim? Well, these two folks, Mom, they had the living evidence. It's sitting right in front of you. We need to take what we have to hand. Whatever was done to our two friends might still be in existence. I think we should get a very detailed medical examination done. For example, from my limited knowledge of forensics, we could look at dental records or perhaps look for anachronistic medical evidence of the timeline. That sort of thing. We could perhaps start with our own small facility downstairs. We must be able to do bloods and x-rays and use the small NMR scanner in the med bay. Perhaps it might kick up some dirt. Then I propose we, we get those two nut jobs from the university involved. They were molecular biologists. They could examine the nuclear chemistry, isotope ratios, and that sort of thing. There must be a way of proving Mrs. Angel's and May's real ages. Those guys owe us big time. They've got the gear to do it. Now that's a set of great ideas, Slim. We can start straight away. Oh, hell, here we go again. I'm game, Alex. We don't have any choice. If I might suggest we try and keep this in-house for the time being. No harm in a quick medical, and don't we have access to a dentist? I'm sure we can rustle up a thorough in-house examination before going to those bat-stag jokers. Well, it can't hurt any, can it? Hmm, I'm not so sure about that. That nurse of yours, what's her name? 
You mean Dr. Seaton? Oh, so she's a doctor. That explains her enthusiasm with fixing doily. Oh, yes, that's not a nurse's uniform, you know. I believe she did start in nursing, but worked her way up. She's a major trauma specialist. She's very good with wounds, and she doesn't mind drilling teeth a bit either. Yeah, she does seem to stick those needles in with way too much pleasure. Oh, it's just professional enthusiasm, Slim. Heart of gold. She saved many a soldier in her time. Yes, well, that's all good. But when are you folks going to stop treating us like criminals? We're victims too, you know. Gander, do you really think we would do anything to harm you folks? Have we displayed anything that shows we mean harm? No, of course not. The good news is that since you told me the story, that nagging feeling in my gut has gone. As far as I'm concerned, you're good with me, and I trust my gut. Look, you're good with me too, but we still have to do the background checks. I really want the story to be true, because I think you might be a strong asset to the regiment. You have unique skill sets and youthful energy. It's a good combination. But... We need to run the tests. Great. It's good to be a positive asset now. Girls, I for one totally believe your story. And I've got a real nose for sniffing out the old bullshit. You're solid with me. Well, you're not good with me. I scratched my suit looking for you and I for one am not going to be persuaded that easily. You know I was having nightmares for days. I don't care if you're all bouncy and warm. Understand that you're still those creepy corpsicles to me. Doily, I would appreciate it if you could at least shake hands and make up. It's not good for morale to have so much tension in the air. <laughs> Sorry, Gander. I'm not touching them. They may be infectious. Whatever changed them may still be active. Hmm. Yeah, point taken, Doily. But I don't believe they could still be infectious because it would have manifested by now. The transformative processes would have to be fairly aggressive and active. None of us have been affected. <laughs> as far as you know. Okay, Rudy, should I make contact with the biologist while you organize the data side? Also, I'm really curious, how are those wing stags doing? Yeah, but just wait an hour or so. Let's get our own test done first. Now, on the bat stag front, I did hear they are back in the university zoo. Our two geniuses went off mumbling about a controlled breeding program and some more scientific papers. Personally, I would put them in cells with their own creation and let Darwin do the rest. Anyway, I agree, I think we are going to need them. Resolving this is going to take medical equipment that we just don't have. Agreed. Okay, let's get these two down to the medical unit straight away. Slim, can you pay a visit to those biologists and get them back here as soon as possible? Hey, you know we're standing right here, don't you? Don't we have any say? Yes, of course you do. As long as you don't stand in the way. Look, you have potentially exposed the inn and the RCBs to a world of danger. So we need to get this investigation off the ground and assess the threat. For all we know, the opposition, whoever they are was notified of your pickup as soon as you got to New London. With our position in orbit, it'll take a long time and significant expendables, even a flank boost, to get Earth-based operatives to New London. However, 
They may have activated local assets to hunt you two down. With that in mind, I think we need to deepen your disguise. We need to make you look and behave like BC locals. We also need to change the name of your agency. It's a dead giveaway. Oh, no way. I liked it. Oh, how about we change it to Gimbal and Ash after our code names? Well, that does sound like an undertaker's. But I guess needs must. Ah, oh, shit. We're gonna have to change all our paperwork. Well, it's better than being hauled off and frozen, never to wake up. At least we didn't advertise. Yeah, there is that. Okay, so to summarise. Alex and Shara were down to the infirmary for a slew of tests. Gander holds off on the biologists until we get our own tests back. I think we should get Sophie on the case to train you two and get some of the local behaviour locked in. We also need to get them voice coaching didactics. I don't sound like natives. When we activate the university biologist, it's back to their labs for a second round of tests. In the meantime, Chen and Zed will make discreet, and I do mean discreet inquiries on the data. Not merely to check out the story, but to look for patterns, to pull out any useful information. Major, please start to call up some of the Cherry's assets and get them active, but do it on the QT. Yes, ma'am. We need to be on the lookout and react quickly to silence any hunter killers before they communicate. Also, put the word out not to mention Miss May or Miss Angel under any circumstances. Gander, can you pull on your chain of uptown informants to see what might have gone down after these two left the hospital? Of course. Also, it might be useful to scan for any ship departures heading this way from Earth. I say we meet in CNC conference room tomorrow at 1200 and compare notes. This episode was produced by Melanie Blizzard and written by Melanie Blizzard. The voices you heard were Barry Howarth playing Boy, Cecilia Girard playing Sharrow, Aaron Byrne playing Cellobot. Mateo playing Alex, Joanne Oliver playing Rudy and Seaton, Priya Shah playing Doyle, Robert Gettens playing Slim, Vivian Braybrook playing Gander, Angel and May is produced by a not-for-profit actors group. Any funds contributed via Patreon be 100% allocated to future productions.